0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pepper Cast. How y'all doing? Hope you're doing great. I'm your boy, Peppermint, and today uh, um, episode is being recorded at 2.25am. So if I'm not yelling or being obnoxiously loud, it's because I have neighbors. And they're sleeping. And they already complained to me, so... I'm trying to keep myself from getting into more trouble with them. But, today's a new episode, and, um, I mean, I've been unable to sleep. I was in bed. I was in bed, I mean, just looking at my ceiling, and I was like, I can't really, can't really sleep right now, so decided to sit down and record an episode for the PepperCast, and, um yeah here we are so a couple of things happened this week so E3 just happened over the weekend and um, I gotta say that was disappointing in so many levels e- the um, E3 week started well. the E3 weekend actually started with EA play which eh, I didn't really watch you know through its entirety um... i watch mostly a couple of announcements i watched the beginning when they announced the star wars game um, Personally, i'm not a big star wars fan but it looked good so i'll give them that the game looks solid nice gameplay graphically looks okay i'm just kidding <laughs> graphically looks uh, great um, so there was that they also announced um, Season 2 for Apex. Tried Apex, couldn't get into it, but mad respect to those that can, and are pro-players on it. Um, So they announced Season 2, they announced a new gun, and a new character, and they also talked about the um, Battle Pass that they have, and how Season 1's Battle Pass was disappointing, and, you know, they talked about all the changes that they're going to do to the Battle Pass. Um, the leveling up system, the rewards, how they have a ranking system now, which it's respectable. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a lot of the features that um, hardcore fans wanted, they're being implemented into it, the game. So, you know, they're, they're putting a lot of effort into it because they finally realized, hey... This is, uh this is a solid IP we should you know pursue making it better for the gamers that you know devote themselves to the games and going to pro level gaming and you know with this game so EA I commend EA for what they're doing um then they talked about um, FIFA I'm not a fan of FIFA um, people were, were excited because they were introducing back the old street style, Game, again, I'm not a FIFA fan. I've never played any of the FIFA games, so I'm, I, I shouldn't even say anything. The same with the Madden uh, series. Never played a Madden game, and I probably never will, so I should probably stay away from those games. Um, other than that, they had Battlefield 5, but again, um, I didn't watch the whole thing. Um. Uh, but for all we saw, they just talked about some Battlefield, a uh, Battlefield Five DLC, I think, and changes and updates and stuff like that. I like Battlefield Five, but I mean, I couldn't care less about what they're gonna do. They didn't announce anything, you know, crazy new, but at least the presentation wasn't as cringy as it was in two thousand and eighteen. So there's that. Wait, was it two thousand and eighteen or two thousand and seventeen? I don't. I don't remember, I, th- I I know it was one of the two years um, they had a YouTuber. Like, I completely forgot his name, and he was cringy, as cringy as he can get. But at least this year was better, so there's that. Then we had Ubisoft, which I didn't watch, but for, from what I heard, it was pretty disappointing as well. Um, they announced the next Watch Dogs game, which I think it's Legion. Um, I did watch uh, the trailer for that on YouTube afterwards, and I gotta say, I'm disappointed. Um, I, I, I like the first two Watch Dogs because they were very cemented in our time, and that's why a lot of people like Watch Dogs. They're games that base based their stories in our times, and they show what could happen if um an OS, like a city wide OS was deployed and then someone took control over it or it was being used to farm data from people's personal life. That was interesting. That was exciting. But Legion they fell into the loophole that Call of Duty fell into a couple years back. Um they're going into the future. Um which hey they have creative freedom But the reason for people to play those games was not because the games are set in the future; they were realistic, they were fun. You know, they felt close to our reality. Legion or whatever it is, I don't really remember. Feels way too um far ahead. Um, uh, the the game takes place in London. Uh. I didn't really understand the story 100%, but I know it takes Lon- place in London. Uh, CDOS has reached um, across the lake. And apparently, the city's in chaos. Um, there's a rebellious group, uh, which is de- uh, dead sacked still. Um, but there's that rebellious group, and the gameplay is completely different. Um, you don't have a main character anymore, uh, you have a group of characters. A roster, and you recruit more by going through the world. Um, And if one character dies, they're dead, and that's it. So, guess that's cool. But again, I don't really like. It seems like they're going far, way too far ahead, basically. But you know, I won't judge them. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Other than that. Don't really remember much Um I mean again People said that You know It was very Very boring Very disappointing Um You know The basic Just ends Then watch dogs And I think mobile games And that was it And then we had Bede- uh, Betesta Or Be- Be- Betesta <laughs> Jesus I can't even say their name That shows how Tired I am Again, it's early in the morning, but we have Bethesda. And, um, it was a train wreck. I watched a little bit. I quit right away. Um, but, you know, going by people that, uh, watched it all the way through, it was a mess. They basically. I mean, I, I watched some recordings afterwards, and basically they gave the feeling of. We're a mobile developer now. I mean, they announced nothing but mobile games. And I think they announced one major game. And then they announced... They were bringing um, NPCs to Fallout 76. And that was it. That's all they announced. Other than that, it was just mobile games. Which is disappointing. Because we all know Bethesda as, you know, the developer for, you know... Skyrim and all that good stuff, the Elder Scrolls games. Uh, Fallout seventy six still a disappointment, so there's that. Um, I know they announced a game called Ghostwire, which I think it's tied to the Avengers world. I don't know if I'm mistaken, guys. I think they said that he was related to, like the game take pl- takes place after Thanos snapped his fingers. And people disappear and it's basically the story of Hawkeye as as he's in Tokyo or in Japan trying to figure out what happened. I think is what they said. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um but you know there's that and I mean again, disappointment. Disappointments all around when it came down to those, you know, developers. The fact that Sony wasn't here this year kinda made E three fuel like, a mess, because... not because but people missed Sony, um... I, I mean, I just think Sony had nothing to show for, and, um, they, they've been in hot waters recently, with all the cross-platform play, um, debate that was going on, so they decided, um, uh, they decided, you know, they didn't have nothing to show, so they're not gonna show to E3. I did, I, I don't approve of that idea, um... But hey that's that's their decision um they could have teased like Microsoft the like Microsoft did I mean uh, they could have teased their next gen console, but they didn't uh they decided to just skip e three um they still had their place of uh, their days of play I mean, and um it's disappointing, but what are you gonna do? They decided to show up other than that. You know, you know, Microsoft pretty good presentation. I mean they the pacing was a bit bit weird. Um they will show gameplay, 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 then they will pause and then gameplay, gameplay, gameplay. That 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 was a bit weird, but you know, it was a good presentation. They they ended on a strong note. Um they showcased their next console, which is Project scarlet I believe um, so they show that but they didn't show the console they talked about you know the technical capabilities of you know that the console and it's on a pretty pretty beefy pretty good um, and they ended on the strong note with halo and they launching halo alongside the next console so that's a good move that I mean halo is a console mover so I have no doubt they're gonna they're gonna sell they're gonna sell um what else was there other than the E three and Microsoft? Uh the PC gaming show meh, I mean the PC gaming show is n- never really that interesting because most of the games for PC will get a port to PlayStation or Xbox or Switch at some point. So it's not really something you need to watch. So you know, there's that but there were there were a couple gems there um some game some first game announcements um but you know nothing memorable i mean i even have a hard time trying to remember what exactly was there yeah i can't really remember much from it but it was it was it was, it was meh then amd had a bit of a showing don't remember much until the end when they showcased a new Chip, I think it's a 16 core chip, which really good. Uh, excited about that! And a new GPU, I, I don't know if it's new or a different SKU from I don't remember 100% because I was busy at the time. I was like, I was about to leave, I was just kind of listening to it. So, um, you know, AMD had their presentation, which was good. Um, you know, if you're into um, computer building, or anything like that. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, it was a pretty good presentation. Um, you know, they showcase a lot of good stuff. But yeah, it, it was it was great. Uh, hopefully I can get more information on that GPU and CPU, talk about it in a different episode. But, you know, that was very interesting. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they, I, I, remember, I think the CPU price was 799 Which, for a 16-core, is pretty good. Um, But we'll have to wait and see. I'm pretty sure Linus from Linus Tech Tips is going to cover it back and forth. But, you know, we had AMD, and then what else do we have? Square Enix. Now, Square Enix delivered this year. They they opened the whole um, show with Final Fantasy VII, the remake, or the remaster, they're calling remaking. Remake. I don't know, but you know, the remastering of Final Fantasy VII. It was great. It was what everyone wanted from the beginning. Um, they showed gameplay, a good chunk of gameplay. Um, and it looked great. Uh, I'm excited for that game. I really want to play it. I never got to play the original. uh so I really want to get to play this one. It is a PS4 exclusive, which I don't really like. I mean, Square Square Enix opened the doors to Nintendo and PC already with Final Fantasy, I think. What's the last one? With the latest Final Fantasy they had. Um, they opened the doors to PC, and now with all the remakes that they've been doing, and or the ports that they have for the older Final Fantasies, you know, moving them to the Switch. I feel like making that one an exclusive was very counterintuitive, but I don't know what legal mumbo jumbo they have with Sony. Pretty sure, Sony's like it's you know storing them not to release it in any other platform that's not PlayStation, at least for a year. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. I really wish, or really, I really want this game to come to PC. Um, you know, my, yeah, I just really want to play it on PC. I don't want to play it on the PlayStation. Because uh, I, I don't touch my PlayStation for anything that is not like an actual exclusive game that I know I'm not going like, to be able to get anywhere else. I mean, the PlayStation Spider Man game, that is not going anywhere. That's staying on Sony because Spider Man is a Sony franchise. So that ain't going anywhere. Uh, But, Final Fantasy has been opening the doors to Nintendo and to the PC world. So, hopefully, it's just a one-year thing. Uh, I'm willing to wait. But, they opened with them. They started with Final Fantasy. Showed gameplay. It was great. Then, they had, you know, a lot of games. Uh, They had a... I forgot the name. Battalion or Battlefront. Battlefront, whatever it was. 1944, whatever it was. It was a first-person shooter game with the world war one or two aesthetic to it it looked generic very generic but you know what you're gonna do what else I had hmm I have a hard time remembering it they had a lot of JRPGs they're bringing a lot of uh, RPGs here to the west um which was one of the things with Square Enix. If you're not into Japanese game development or Japanese games, yeah, it's not that That was not for you. The only reason I think it was busy was because of the grand finale, Avengers. Which, it was great. Um, I know a lot of people were somehow complaining on streams that they, they couldn't get the original actors, you know, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth and the other guys. Um, to play the role of the Avengers. But, I mean, this is, like they said, this is Crystal's dynamic uh, interpretation of, you know, the Avengers world. So, they had the rights to use whoever they wanted. I personally liked them. Uh, I liked Cap's, um, I like Cap's new design. Um, I liked Iron Man. Iron Man. I'm sorry, I'm tired. It's two in the morning. God dang it. Um, but I liked Iron Man. I liked Thor. I liked Hulk. They look good. It seems like they're taking more inspiration from the comics. I haven't read the comics, but from what I've seen, you know, in illustrations and whatnot, it it looks pretty close too. What the comic's interpretation is. At least for some of the characters. Not for everything. But some of them. story is interesting. It's a, it's a new original story. Not related to the MCU whatsoever. It's you know, Like I said. Crystal Dynamics own story. They developed that story. Um, we'll have to wait and see. It looked interesting. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, how cheesy. Or how actually good it is. Um, co-op multiplayer online that was fascinating and, and it sounds cool um... now the fact that they're gonna ha- they're not gonna do pay dlc it's really exciting as well as the fact that they're not gonna have loot boxes so it's really cool that they're, that they're trying to take this approach of old classic games where you know you got your game and you had a plot a like story mode and a, multi- and a multiplayer mode and that was it so i'm excited for that game uh, I think it was like May 2020. So, you know, there's a little bit of time ahead. Which, also, I realized that E3 2019 was very lackluster. It was very dry, very desolate. But if you notice, a lot of the games have been announced for 2020. So, if anything, E3 2019 is more of a hype train for e3 2020 we didn't get anything big but we know that e3 2020 is going to be it's at. That? that's where a lot of the games are going to come um and they're going to be announced and all that i mean we're going to have the new playstation console and the new microsoft console at e3 2020 a lot of games are going to release on e3 on in 2020 so we're probably going to have a lot of 2020 games so yeah there's that and then um We had, on Monday, the Nintendo E3 conference. Oh, sorry. Hit the mic. The Nintendo E3 conference. I mean, direct. They don't do conferences anymore. It was exciting. It was really good. Um, A lot of good games. Um, On top of my head, I can't remember the... um, There's No More Heroes, I think, that's the new title of the game. Three. Um, So there's that. Damon X Machina it's coming out this uh, year, I think they said. So that one, I couldn't play the demo, so I really want to, you know, play the full game. We had finally the Animal Crossing um, announcement, twenty twenty game. I'm not gonna complain. At least we know that the game, you know, was, it has a has another day. It had to pu- be pushed back, but we know when it's gonna come out now. At least we think. Which I'm glad that they're pushing that back, because um, if the game has some sort of issues, I wouldn't want the game to be released and be laggy. And over time, you know, they fix it. That's not Nintendo style. We all know Nintendo for uh, for taking through time with games. So Animal Crossing has been delayed till 2020, but there's that. Um, what else was there? Smash, f- Smash fans got what they wanted, or at least some of them did. Banjo-Kazooie, it's coming to Smash Brothers, so there was that. And <laughs> the revealed trailer, I was looking at some streams uh, from a lot of people on Twitch and some on YouTube. People couldn't believe it. I'm like, well, you guys were begging for it, so <laughs> you got what you wanted. So Banjo-Kazooie's on Smash, um, I think they said Winter, I'm not sure. And at the end, they couldn't have done it better by announcing the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Like a direct sequel, which I don't know if it's the first time we've ever had it. No. So Carina of Time has a direct sequel with Majora's Masks. But ever since then, actually no, because we have Phantom Hourglass, and then Spirit Tracks, or vice versa, one of the two ways. And we had Wind Waker, so those three games are kind of like a sequel and prequel, I think. Um, but you know, it's been a while since they did something like this, so it's pretty exciting for to see that they're bringing um, a connected story again to Zelda. And what better game than Breath of the Wild? the The trailer looked really interesting. It's very, it was very dark, very obscure. So I can see that the emphasis now is going to be more. The risks um, now are different Because now and I don't think it's Ganon anymore But more of a different type of magic I mean, it might I don't know what it might be But it looked really interesting So I'm glad they're doing that um, That was that That was as far as I watched On the E3 conferences And the Nintendo Direct um, Again This E3 was very lackluster There was nothing big Nothing You know crazy out of the ordinary but thankfully we got some great releases oh my god i just realized i almost forgot to talk about cyberpunk twenty 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 seventy seven. 2077 the fact that they they just showed us keanu reeves out of nowhere that that was great now um I wasn't really that excited about uh, Cyberpunk 2077 at first. But that's mostly because I didn't really watch the trailers in that. But after yesterday. Watch that trailer. Oh, that was great. (laughs) I'm now kind of looking forward to that game. 2020 again. Another 2020 game. But, you know, they showed Keanu. So, and they had Keanu on stage. If you haven't seen that, go watch it. It was great. Um, but yeah, that was a good, that was a good announcement. But, again, like I said, lackluster 2019 E3, but 2020, and that's where most of the games are going to be in. You know, with the newer console releases, developers are going to get their hands on the, uh, dev, um, units. And they're going to get to work. So, we're going to see all the good games in 2020. And E 2020 is where where we're gonna see a big outcry of games. I mean, I mean a big outcry, a big outpour of games. But yeah, that is the E three twenty twenty coverage that I personally had. Um, looking forward to some. We'll wait and see. Other than that, i um, I actually, fun fact uh Monday night. It was the first time I was ever I, I ever realized that there was a um Batwoman series coming to the CW. Um I had no idea that something like that was in development. I'm not a big D C f- fan. So I didn't really know. And The only reason I found out was because uh, a friend saw a tweet from someone talking about how terrible it was. I mean, I didn't know anything about it. I was just like, okay. And he sent it to me. He said, "Yeah, He had mixed feelings. And I watched it. And uh, I don't want to get political. But I didn't like it. (laughs) So, uh, that's all I'm going to say. That's all you're going to get. I didn't like it. Um, If you haven't watched it. Or you didn't know. Like me. You can just Google the CW. Or Batwoman. And you're going to see. I mean it has more dislikes. Uh, As of right now. I think it has more dislikes. Than the 2016 reboot of the Ghostbusters. That Sony tried to do. If that doesn't say something. I don't know what, what, what does. Now yes. If you don't know why it's being hated so much it's because it has this ident uh identity politic thing um you can tell by the name batwoman you know exactly where this is going it's another one of those um superhero dc empowerment type thing um well not only dc but also marvel but i'm not going to get into that again very controversial topic. I don't want to get into it. I'm just letting you know something fun that I came across <laughs> yesterday. Because today's 12th, so the 11th, Monday. I'm not going to get into it. So, you know, if you want to know the coverage it's gotten, you can just YouTube the CW or Batwoman. I don't think there's been any statements from the CW, DC, or the actor herself. I don't know. I haven't looked. Nor do I want to look. So I really don't want to. i I watched a ton of videos. And, uh, yeah, no. So we're going to drop that. Um, there was also this controversy around CNET. Uh, I was looking into it because that one's actually... I, like, I looked into that one. Um, a article on CNN launched or was released. Um, that they were talking about angry YouTubers or angry game reviewers, and uh, let's just say that it wasn't painting those reviewers in the best of light. Now they were talking about reviewers like the angry Angry Joe, and uh, all those YouTubers, um, which we all know. They do it for comedic purposes. They're, that's their style. I don't judge them, and I will never judge you know someone for having a style like that. But this article was not painting them in the best of light, so I decided to look into it. And that's actually because I, I think it was like I missed it the first time, like the first coverage waves. And I actually learned that one YouTuber had their um ads pulled from their channel. Because the guy that wrote the article in CNET contacted the his um um the brands that were posting ads on his channel to pull ads from it, and I was I was extremely worried, and I still am worried and disgusted by that. I mean, come on if you can't see that they're doing that as their style, you know, cuz they know people like it. Then you shouldn't be watching their content in the um the first place. So for the the guy that wrote the article to go out of his way to contact the brands to let them know and he said, "Oh, I'll let them I was just letting them know." I think that's what he said about that. And have them pull ads from that guy's videos. I forgot the YouTuber's name. That is that is pathetic. That is terrible. I mean, that's his livelihood, more than likely. A lot of people trying to do a YouTube for as a full time job. You know, they they spend money and hours on it trying to make a living off of the thing. And then you have a random guy just. I don't like your style, or I don't like the way you make videos. So I'm just gonna contact your. I'm just gonna contact the brands that are willing to put ads on your videos and tell them, don't do it. Sky is always angry. And then pull the ads from your channel. That is ridiculous. That is pitiful. That's pathetic. That is terrible. So. I don't know what has, what, ha, what happened since. Sorry, I'm tired again. It's early in the morning. Let me be. Um, but I don't know what happened since. I'm looking at it on my phone right now. Trying to see if they updated. Or if there's been any sort of apology. But it doesn't appear to be anything. Yeah. Okay, so the channel that got affected was the quartering. Well the quartering, yeah, the quartering. That was the channel that got affected. Um I'm not gonna tell you the name of the person that wrote the article. Um if you wanna know that person that wrote it, you can look it up. I think it's still up. Um let me see if it's still up actually. Hmm, can't find it. I'm pretty sure it's still up, though. Um, so if you want to know, or you can just look it up on YouTube. You can just type the CNET article, and you'll be the first couple of videos that come up. And again, it's pathetic what they did. I mean, come on. The CNET depends on ads themselves. So if the CNET posts a review of something, and they take a, an approach that sounds very condescending or angry should we go out of our way to talk to their uh, to their sponsors or the people that post ads on their website to pull them off you know get in touch with google adsense and be like yeah they're a negative influence on the community take the ads off no we may not agree with them but we don't want to ruin the livelihood of people so that 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 was that um I mean I I have a hard time believing that you know they actually try and do that or they pull that off, man, it was very annoying. Um, I came, again. I came across this kind of like a it was like a recommended video on my feed. So yeah, just not. I have a hard time processing that. I can tell you that right now. I have a hard time processing something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that... Um, There's nothing really big other than those two things. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, something actually... Um, I actually managed to get this post, um, the, I mean, um, the podcast, I actually managed to get it on, um, or I got the time to get it on Spotify and, um, uh, PocketCast. So, if you want to listen to this podcast on Spotify and PocketCast, or SoundCloud, you can be my guest. I'm trying to get it on iTunes. Uh, I'm still waiting for approval, but hopefully we do get it on Um, iTunes soon, so that, you know, more of you can have, you know, so that you all actually have different ways to listen to it, offline or online, Um, so yeah, I'm going to be releasing, I actually came up with a schedule of a episode a week, Um, but that's going to be probably later on in the future, as for right now, I just want to get as many episodes recorded as I can. Uh, um, I'm not sure how I'm going to do that. I'm trying to get into video calls and Skype calls with friends so that we can, you know, start getting things done. Um, But, yeah, that's it for now. If you want to listen to this podcast on Spotify or um, Pocket Cast, you're now able to and still on SoundCloud. If you want to interact as well, you can go ahead and do that. Uh... Any other news? No, that will be it. I'm trying to get some friends um, scheduled just to talk about stuff. Tech. Fun. You know, daily lives. This episode was heavily influenced by tech. um, And gaming and all that. But, you know, like I said, this podcast is kind of like hey, whatever, right? Uh, yeah. Nothing much. I'm trying to remember if there was anything big on the news that I won't should probably talk about, but I don't think there was anything big. Yeah. Well well this episode is coming out to be pretty long. I think it's the longest episode I've recorded so far. But that's good. Um I'm starting to develop a system for um these uh this episodes, you know, kind of like figure out the size I should record them at, or, put out, you know, the topics that I should cover, again, I am not, I'm not planning this, I'm not, I'm not scripting the podcast, this podcast, I just write down the points I'm going to talk about, and if something comes up in my mind, I'll talk about that, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, nothing scripted, just me talking. But yeah, that's gonna be it for episode two of the Peppercast. This was a good talk. Um, this episode of uh, episode, of course, was heavy tech, or you know, heavily influenced by tech. You know, E3 happened this week, but you know, again, this is kind of like my podcast, and I'll talk about you know. For now, um, before I have, I can take direct input from you guys. Um, I'll talk about, you know, the things that are on my mind or the things that happen on the week. So, for now, this was a heavy tech um, episode, you know, all about gaming and E3 and all that. But, hey, um, hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm so tired. But, yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Um, Again, the podcast is now available available on I and Spotify and on podcast hopefully iTunes soon if Apple approves it um, but we shall see how that ends and as well on SoundCloud I'll see if I can get on another platform just to give you guys as many um, ways to listen to this podcast as you can um, I was thinking about uploading to YouTube the the show of course, it's gonna be the art cover and uh, a visual feed, but that's it. Uh, but we will see how we'll see how about that for now. SoundCloud, Spotify, and Pocket Cast, those are the three ways you can listen to the podcast on and offline. So, hey, this is pretty much it. Also, if you want to support the podcast. I'm going to be, uh, I have a clothing line that I'm working on. I'm going to be releasing it soon. Um, So if you want to know more about that at some point, you should keep an eye out on uh, my website, which is IamPeppermint.com. Again, IamPeppermint.com. And you can follow me on Twitter, at Peppermint is me. Um, Follow me on Twitter, um, go to my website. I'm going to announce on Twitter probably when I'm going to do the drop. Um. So you can guys see if you want to support me in the podcast, you can go ahead and do that. But yeah, that's it for today's episode of the Peppercast. It's quite a long episode, but it was fun. Um, hey, if you listen to the way through, I'm thankful. If you listen all the uh, all the way to part, you know, half the episode, I'm also thankful to you guys. This is a fun thing, you know. I really hope this podcast goes somewhere. Right, hey, that's all for today. Have a nice one, guys. I'll see you next Peppercast. Bye.